if you are not paying someone to pick up your overflow calls, you are wasting a ridiculous amount of your personal time and money potential for your business. You're listening to Estimate Rocket Radio, the hassle-free online software for service contractors that keep your business running from lead to pay. We want your business to grow, so we make it easy to get your job done. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Estimate Rocket Radio, soon to be renamed Rocket Your Business for Trade Contractors. My name is Kathleen Drost. I'm the Director of Sales here at Estimate Rocket, and I'm always joined by my very dynamic co-host, Chris Shank. He is the leader of education and engagement here at Estimate Rocket. Hey, Chris, how are you today? I'm great. Excited about a really fun topic. I know. And it's not always, you know, we, we're not always fortunate enough to get the chance to um, uh, talk to our CEO, but we're able to have Tom Drost in the studios today. Tom Drost is the founder and CEO of Estimate Rocket. Tom has been the software architect and engineer for a multiple amounts of software products over the last 25 years. So he knows a thing or two about numbers, about running a dynamic growing business. Tom has a passion for having his customer success team as great as the software that he provides because he's an individual that feels he will not have a software company without having an outstanding customer success team for his customers. We talk with Tom about what can sometimes be a huge frustration for potential customers or current customers, and that is businesses answering their phones or how they answer their phones becomes very important as well. There could be a lot of missed opportunity here. Try to quantify that a little bit, but we also talk about problems that arise as a result of not answering your phone frequently enough or professionally enough. We talk about solutions that you can introduce to have your phones answered by an employee or by an answering service, by a virtual assistant. But we would love to hear from you. Who or what do you use for an answering service? Do you have an employee? Do you have several employees? Do you have an answering service? Do you have virtual assistants? What is it? Wherever it is you found this podcast, we'd love to hear a comment or go to our social media pages at Estimate Rocket and comment there. Let's get a conversation started. What's worked for you? In the meantime, let's hear from Tom Drost, what he's seeing in the industry. Hey, Tom. Welcome to Estimate Rocket Radio, soon to be Rocket, your business for trade contractors. Hey, Kathy. It's great to be here. That's right. Exciting new name coming soon. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a new branding, our image. Uh, you know, we're the same same podcast, same great topics. I, we're evolving all the time. So mm-hmm. we are always updating all the things, but we are trying to bring our best all the time. And part of our best here is Tom Drost. And we have you to talk about something that we hear a lot about with business conversations. And, and we experience a lot sometimes in interacting with trade businesses, even in our personal lives. We're talking about answering services, businesses answering their phones. So let me just start out by asking you, we could all kind of jump in here on this topic, but do trade businesses, in your opinion, answer their phones enough? Definitely not. Is this coming from personal experience or are we do we see uh, this even with our own I'm, contractors? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it is definitely an issue and it, it's a difficult one. I mean, it's hard to pick up your phone all the time, but if you're not going to be able to pick it up, I'm a backup. I mean, the 
because when somebody's calling, they ideally they want to speak to a human. I know since I've been in business for a long time, I have always done whatever I could do to make sure the human answered the phone. Doesn't have to necessarily be me or you, but having a human answer the phone, I think, is really really key, especially in a service business. Mm-hmm. You're doing business with people. And yeah. you can always hire an answering service company, and many of them do a really good job. And if you want me to ask some of our customers, you know, who they use, uh, the companies that do a really good job, we can certainly network you with them. So that's not an issue. But I know for a fact that I did a podcast with Brandon Lewis, who is a great national service contractor coach. And he told us that every time the phone rings, the owner is losing $400 for income for that one call. And Mm -hmm. I believe it, you know, even at Estimate Rocket, when I have to reach out to a group of customers for something specific, like an educational program that we're doing or new features that we've just added, it's really sad. Sometimes um, the phone just rings and rings and rings and then the ring stops. And sometimes it rings And the mailbox is full. How is a customer going to ask you to call them when the mailbox is full? And so it's, it's very sad when, you know, bottom line, I would even like them to have a voicemail that works and isn't full that that's a step ahead in the right direction. (laughs) Exactly. Because a customer that's setting the bar low. I'm going to say that, but at least that is a start and you're not going to lose business. And that's what I worry about is because a lead is like a French fry. That's how cold it gets, how quickly it gets cold and you don't want to engage with it. So same, if they call you and you don't answer, guess what? There's five other people on the internet that they can go down the list and call. And you know what? One of them is going to pick up the phone or at least have a service where you can leave a message. We want to talk about how important this is kind of as a foundation for this topic, because Mm -hmm. When it comes time to spend money on an answering service or a virtual assistant or hiring an employee, you kind of have to be assured that this is super important to spend enough money on it. Um, I know Nick May had a podcast, Nick May of Walls by Design. I was on the podcast one time and literally he was calling up companies, trade companies and seeing who was picking up the phone like on air. Now, he didn't air anything if he didn't get permission, you know, but... Mm -hmm. Uh, it was funny. He would run into voicemail a lot. And a lot of times, no voicemail, as Kathy was saying, like people weren't even like their voice voicemails full. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Sometimes you get the people, you know, picking up saying, hey, you know, super busy. They don't really have time to answer the phone, but they're trying to do it anyway because they're trying not to lose credibility. I'm not sure how much that helps. Right. If you're not, if you don't have a professional voice or professional welcome, you know, are you really helping anything by just like, hey, you know, I, I couldn't. <laughs> and, and like you said too, like, this is not everybody. It's a pretty low bar to say you have to have someone answering your phone, but I'm always surprised by the, by the companies in my personal life. When I call and I find they're not answering their phones or something, I'm like, what are what are you doing? You're missing a huge opportunity, not just with me, but with the credibility you build over time. You may not want me as a customer right now, but six months down the road, even a year. And think about all the people I, I may tell when I, if I can't get a hold of you as a company and I really preferred you for some reason, you know, I, I'm going to go somewhere else and then be lauding the um, virtues of this other company that answered the phone. You know? Right. Well, 
and I know this isn't a podcast about backlog because that's a whole long podcast all on its own. But if you're not going to answer the phone and start engaging with new clients, how are you going to create backlog? And backlog has a whole wonderful and fabulous uh, trickling effect for your for your financials and for your, the stability of your business. Right. So it really okay. it drives me crazy. That's a good point about backlog because mm-hmm. some people, if they're not equipped to build out a good, healthy backlog, as we've maintained, is a big part mm-hmm. of growing your business. They may be hesitant to answer the phone because they don't have a great system. Another thing, Tom, you mentioned before we got on the podcast, or maybe it was Kathy, but if if somebody's calling with complaints and mm-hmm. you feel like you get too many complaints, I mean, right. Tom, didn't you mention that that in itself might be a problem? I mean, so we might be right. dealing with some inherent difficulties beyond just, I don't have somebody to answer the phone. There could be other things. Do you want to comment on that real quick, Tom? Yeah, it's a that's a difficult um, subject, but you have to address it. I mean, you're going to have, hopefully you have mostly happy customers. I mean, you work hard to keep happy customers and, but sometimes you're going to have unhappy customers. If you get, I'm going to throw out that if you're a contractor and you get nothing but negative calls, you're going to be very reluctant to pick up your phone. And that's a, but that's a systemic problem that you got to fix because you, Mm -hmm. you should want to pick up the phone when your customers call to talk with them. And but it also means you have to become comfortable with uncomfortable conversations, both in terms of, um, you know, an unhappy customer that needs to be satisfied um, and also in terms of um, unhappy customer because you you don't have time to do their work. You know, mm-hmm. you have to be prepared for that. So you have to be prepared to set their expectations properly uh, and, and tell them, look, I you know, I'm not going to be able to get this done till such and such. Here's the reasons why, mm-hmm. or I'm, or I'm, I'm not, I wasn't able to come because I'm waiting. Now, the other, the next thing I'm going to say about those situations are you can head those off much more effectively by reaching out to the customer and telling them the bad news first than by waiting for them to call you. Because by the time they call you, they're already aggravated. So you've, right. you've raised their irritation level already to a point just by not calling them and saying, hey, listen, I can't do this tomorrow. This didn't come in or I can't do this tomorrow. My, my person who does that is out sick, but I'll get to you on the following Tuesday or next, you know, tomorrow, the day after tomorrow, whatever, whenever you know or believe that you can do it, then you've satisfied. That's a happy customer. That customer is right. going to hang up and go, okay, you know, because stuff happens and sometimes, you know. You have to be prepared for that. And I and, guess the and, third category is the is the unreasonable customer. Now that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> that's probably good for a whole nother <laughs> podcast. That's the that's customer a different, you fire. <laughs> those are things that are hard, you know, hard to deal with. I mean, you can't fire them because you uh, didn't do what you said you were going to do. But certainly sometimes we have customers that are unreasonable about their expectations mm-hmm. or are, you know, they didn't really listen to you when you try to set the expectations for them, you know, that those you have to deal with well too. And, but again, the sooner you get those conversations done, the sooner the phone stops ringing from that person. So you can get on and get the other things done that you need to do. And another point I'd like to make is that when I personally call a service contractor and I need something done at my house, I am fine with them saying, I can't get to you for four months. But in four or five months, no, I'm fine with that 
because the world isn't going to stop because I can't have something done in my house that I want to have done. You mm. can wait for it. So, so don't ignore a phone call because you're worried you can't satisfy them quickly enough. You picking up and saying, Hey, I'm on the job site right now. I know you want this project done. I can't even start thinking about it for the next four months, but come four months, I will call you back and I will give you an estimate and we can move forward with it. So people are patient because they realize everyone's busy at this, at any given time. If you have a good, if you have a good reputation, I mean, there's a good reasonable expectation that people will give you some latitude. And our listeners have great reputations, right? So I'm sure that's something that they deal with all the time. Mm. What if a team doesn't what if you don't have enough team members in your in your um, company to answer the phone? What are the different alternatives that our customers yeah. can look at? So there's there are a variety of different services out there that you can hire uh, both you know by the day or by the month or mm-hmm. whatever period you need or even by the hour to pick up your overflow calls and you can set that up in different ways. So you can set it up so. All the calls go to them, or you can set it up so that the calls go to you. And if it's not answered in a certain amount of time, it would forward to them. There's a, there's a quite a few different varieties of, of mm-hmm. you know, that type of situation. And, and a lot of them um, will let you sort of pay, you know, pay as you go or pay as you need. And some of, some of them will want to contract. Some of them will say, okay, well, if you want to buy a certain number of hours of phone answering or mm-hmm certain number of calls, they have all different types of, um, you know, pay platforms for that, depending mm-hmm. upon what you're looking at. That, and, and when you, you know, considering the value of having someone that can talk to your customer or your potential customer, um, it it's probably worthwhile and, and could also save you time. If you, you know, the other thing, there are, there are services that will answer, that are more sales oriented that will answer your calls and potentially talk to the customer about your product and your services and those things. Um, There's also the possibility of a virtual assistant or, or even Mm -hmm. an employee assistant. And that can be effective, um, can be very effective because that person can do more than just answer the phone for you. You know, they can do perform other services. So, you know, if you only get 10 calls a day, you obviously don't want to be paying you know, a ridiculous amount of money for that. But if you have 10 calls a day, I guarantee you also have 20 emails a day or 30 emails a day and, you know, project updates that you have to do and all kinds of other things that you have to do that a virtual assistant might be able to help you so that you can use your time more for the production things that you need to do that only you can do. And and could you speak more about the phone system that we have? Because I don't know if a lot of people know this, but Estimate Rocket, we have a corporate office because we like having that, but a lot of our team members are remote in different parts of the, of the country. So when the estimate rocket phone rings, it doesn't matter what uh, state they're in. It rings in real time at every location. So talk a little bit more about that type of setup so that they could feel comfortable getting a remote um, admin. Sure. So, so uh, there are, and again, there's several options out there. We use a service called Telzio. Um, there's another one called Ring Central. Uh, I preferred Telzio when we first started because it had a pay per minute model. 
So I could, I figured out how many minutes a month I need. And I bought those minutes and they don't limit you by the number of users. Some of the, some of the systems like ring central, oh, this may have changed. I haven't checked them in a while since we have Telzio. They charge um, by the user a, a flat amount monthly. And then they, you can have overages if you use, you know, super high usage. Um, so it can be more cost effective to pay by the minute because I can have 10 use, even if, if I have 10 users, but we, through my 10 users, we still only do 500 minutes a month, then I can just buy 500 minutes a month. And I can always bump that up to 600 or whatever, however more minutes I want um, versus having to pay a flat fee for the number of users I have, whether they ever pick up the phone or not. Because mm -hmm. quite honestly, at our company, there are a lot of people who don't generally get phone calls. I mean, our, most of our inbound phone calls are for sales or for um, customer service, customer success. Um, and beyond that, our phone utilization is actually very low. Mm -hmm. So, it, you know, every company varies. But the beautiful thing is about these systems is they're totally virtual. And you basically, like any other service on the Internet, you log into your account on, through your browser and most of them even have um, virtual handsets. So you get a there's a little button, a phone button in the in, on the browser page, and you hit that and you dial your number. A lot mm -hmm. of them even support texting, so you can have mm -hmm. both texting and and phone out of them. So you don't need to have someone right in your office. You can have someone. You can hire someone from anywhere in the country that has good ethics and is responsible and has a cell phone and there you go you can they can be answering your phone in real time the other really cool thing and i'll, I'll let it go with this one but with with something like telzio and again i believe some of the other services work the same way when you load the telzio app on your phone you actually it can it it's generally set up so that the phone number that your that your Telzio number is is a different phone number than your cell phone number. Mm -hmm. So you can have a business number. Um, if you have a business number, that could ring conceivably to ten different people, or five mm -hmm. different, or two different people. Um, and it, and neither of those number and the number would be your business number, not your cell phone number. Okay. And so again, as you grow, you don't. Know, it's not necessarily um, the best practice to have give out your personal cell phone, which is mm -hmm. used for texting and phone calls and, you know, personal stuff to your customers. I mean, your customers are your customers, love them, but they don't necessarily need to have your, your personal home line, <laughs> uh, which, you know, in the old days you had your home line too. Nobody got that one. But, um, I know nice I get to be in able trouble for that, that all the time. <laughs> well, you know, speaking of, of the texting part of it, and, and I'm thinking of contractors who may, they get the phone number of their client or the customer and they're like, oh, it's just a quick thing, text back and forth. But that is your cell phone number. And that gives, right. it kind of redefines that relationship mm. a little bit, which could, right. you know, professionalism is what every company should be striving for. I want to be seen right. as a professional. That puts you in a top tier. And when you're oh, in a way. higher tier um, in, in the competition landscape, that means you could charge more. And you mm -hmm. could really pay, you could grow your company the way you need to. You really want to be professional. That That's with your, I remember somebody saying when they Very first true. sent out a professional looking proposal from Estimate Rocket, mm -hmm. one of the first things they did to feel professional in the company uh, next to getting like logos on their t-shirts or something like that. Yeah. It was okay. very cute how somebody had said that. But um, the other thing is 
if you're professional in, in your answering service, that's another way to level up. Uh, right. What you're saying is if you want to text though, there's things out there. Estimate Rocket just included texting with your customers, you know, a customer mm-hmm. portal that collects the conversation. So also, also it's not lost to one phone or lost right. to texting. It's actually gathered somewhere, a hub mm-hmm. where everybody Huge. can access it, the entire team. So yeah. in, in other words, to professionalize, you think you're moving away from some simple tools, but really they're better tools, hopefully. Right. And I do yeah. want to mention something real quick. This was not on our question list as we were talking about this, but am I the only one that thinks that maybe it's a cheaper option to do like automated um, answering services or a, like a Google voice or something that to me, I just like, that drives me crazy. I don't mean something that kind of says, hold and we'll get to your call in a second, but like a, yeah. a long kind of drawn out thing. And you could tell like to, the menus. Yes. Pick <laughs> one for wait. And first it takes 10 seconds for them to read off. Please listen right. to the menu. Our choices <laughs> have changed. It's like, just tell me the choices. Okay. Yeah. I'll listen. <laughs> As long as that's like somewhat short, but yeah, sometimes it's like they're the total answering right. is, you know, do you have any thoughts about that? Well, either of you or <laughs> it's a, that's a difficult issue. I mean, again, my goal is to have the phone answered by a human being. Sure. However, there are times when all the human beings are on phones or sure. in meetings or whatever, and you have to go to some sort of a voicemail system. So having an intelligent menu tree that, is not frustrated, has a limited number of choices and is as minimally frustrating as possible, you know, is, is not a terrible thing now. And keep it short. You just mentioned that. Short. I just want to say it yeah. again. I've, I've called some people in the contracting world and they would have voicemail cause they're busy or something again. Uh, so yeah. I can understand it, but do not drag that thing out for forever because people <laughs> no. will hang up. All right. I just want to, that's my personal <laughs> pet peeve. I think. Yeah. Um, Do not be like Comcast. That, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> Probably right. I yeah. always say the IRS or, you yeah, know. Yeah. Just, We've all got our pet peeves. Yeah, for, something for difficult. Bad answering experiences. Another one I'll throw on there too is if, if you don't have a pleasing voice, uh, get something on there. And if it's just you and it has to be you, fine. But right. just do it professionally. Make it clear. You know, be careful about not slurring your words. Don't, right. you know, make sure it's... um kind of don't record it at the bar be happy be happy be happy that's a really good one that's another thing nick may does really good hey it's nick may from walls by design you know (laughs) um but these are these seem like simple things but it all adds up right that's the thing your image what do you want your image to be which your image is your marketing, mm-hmm. you know, and your marketing yeah. becomes your sales. Right. So right. it all adds up. I think it's really important. Um, let me get to something here real quick. We have something that we've um, talked a lot about. Tom, you go and present at, at different associations and conferences about this. You were just at the commercial paint, um, commercial painting industry association, CPIA talking about this. It's, it's called the what if planning tool. And you've designed this spreadsheet to basically help people envision, you know, if I changed my price, what does that do to my bottom line of, you mm-hmm. know, what my profit is at the end right. of the year? Or if I hired some employees, does that, yeah. do you think that whole setup can help people manage this whole idea in this conversation of when do sure. I know when to hire somebody for answering services, or if I need an employee to do that with other admin tasks? Cause that could be part yeah. of the fear too, is just spending the money on it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think what it show what it what it does for you really quickly and it's a really very simple model is it shows you, you know, what you're put based on how many people you have and what you're charging, what your potential sales are. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a pretty most service contractors fundamentally sell hours. So, 
your 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 limiter is how many how much you're charging and how many people you have that can work hours. So if you're if you're by yourself and you're getting started, obviously this is more difficult. But getting a service for something like answering the phones or again a virtual assistant, which is becoming more and more popular, and I know a lot of people have had good success with that, um, is a way to do it for a much lower amount of dollar commitment than you'd have to make if you hired a full-timer to do that type of work. You know, a full-time admin is going to be considerably more expensive than a, than a part-time, mm-hmm. you know, admin or, or answering service or whatever it is that you're, that you're hiring on. And you, you know, this what if tool helps because you put those numbers in and it shows you, okay, if you're making, if you're at this billing rate, you can, max out at $120,000 as an individual and it's going to cost you $20,000 to have this person do all the services. The beauty is that having that person do those services while it cuts into your income gives you the opportunity to spend more of that time in productive time than in admin time. And the more time you spend in productive time, the more your revenues will grow. I think that that can be very helpful. I'm going to actually add that to the show notes so people can sure. download that tool for free. This is something sure. that you've made available to just anybody who wants to use it. There's even mm-hmm. videos because it, it can yeah. seem a little complex, but it's so empowering that mm. if you take the time to just kind of learn and you can just play around and learn it that way. Yeah. It's not really that hard, you but can't hurt you it. Learn step by step. we got the short video on how to do it. we got a longer video. It could truly change how you project new growth because nobody wants to stay at the same level of growth for 10, 20 Mm -hmm. years or until you retire, you want, you want to see your business grow. You want to hire more people. It's not growing. If you stay at the same level, right? That can be very frustrating. frustrating. Anybody who reaches a plateau in anything in your life, just Mm -hmm. be very frustrating. So you've created this because you guys, you guys talk about it all the time. Estimate Rocket has grown a lot and you want to share your success secrets with people and you love seeing it. I hear you guys when you get off the phone or out, you're at a conference talking to somebody, Mm You know, you you get charged up helping people learn how to kind of break through the barriers and get to that next level. So this, I think, the what if thing can be very empowering for the people who use it. So I'm going to put that in the yeah. show notes. Um, yeah, I want to very important. Planning is key. You know, even if you're just doing a simple plan, you got to have a plan. And with a good plan, you need good tools to to do that. Um, yeah. I want to actually challenge anybody listening to this as well. We we do the full video on this and put it on. Uh, we got it on Vimeo right now. It's going to be on YouTube. We put out transcripts of this. We have the podcast that you can access on any podcast app. Just search Estimate Rocket Radio for now. But actually, it's getting ready to turn into Rocket Your Business for Trade Woo-hoo! Contractors. We keep talking about that. So we're excited. <laughs> but you know what? I'd love to maybe on s- social media, anywhere that you could comment. Tell us what you're using for an answering service. We'd love mm-hmm. to hear, get a conversation started Definitely. that way. Because mm. um, I'm sure there's people listening and dying to say, oh my gosh, that was my problem. Yeah. Yeah. And here's how I solved it. And I just want to tell everybody about it. You know, we've heard of pink callers. We've seen them at a conference. Nexa, somebody we met at a conference just a mm-hmm. week ago. Um, there's different options out there, but we don't use all of them, you know, at Estimate Rock. So right. we want to hear from you. This is a great opportunity to get some interaction here and, and have you help other people if you found a good solution. So yeah. I think that could be helpful. Anything else that you guys want to add to this kind of, it's a fun topic, but it can be very frustrating <laughs> if you're on the other end of the line trying to get a hold of somebody. It really is. It's a big step to hire someone to do that for you. Um, and maybe you can get a, you know, a family or friend to, to do it in the early stages, but um, it's a, it's a fact of growth and and it's really hard to grow as just an individual. And, you know, 
you want to, you're going to want to hire um, additional production people on your team as well. Uh, but, and then, and the, that initial admin person's uh, hard pill to swallow. Um, but that's one that will give you free up you time to, uh, to, to really work on your business instead of working on admin tasks that aren't going to earn you any money or help you grow your company. It's really, um, there's a, there's a person that I follow, uh, uh, for, for my company called, uh, Dan Martell. And he has a great book called buy back your time. And in it, he says, if you, you know, if you, your time, if you calculate your time is valued at hundred dollars an hour or $50 an hour, whatever that number is, he says, you can, if you can find someone to do the work you're trying to get done for a quarter of that or 20% of that, it's a no brainer for you to hire mm -hmm. that person and do it because mm -hmm. you will then have that time to put into the things that are your highest value activities and mm -hmm. you'll be able to grow faster and, and maybe just grow. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's a great concluding thought mm -hmm. on all this. Really that that's the big issue that all of this is kind of nested under. Right. Well, um, and I, and I think um, I always say estimate rocket community you can call it Estimate Rocket Tribe. Having a peer group that you can ask questions to and learn from is so valuable. You know, Tom and I have owned businesses for 25 years, growing companies. And there's always something that you're going to need to fix at any given time. Because when you're growing, everything is evolving and changing. So to be able to have a community of thought-provoking people who have also been through what you're going through is just just amazing and and take advantage of it and direct message us and ask us questions you know we are here for you and we're always trying to as chris knows transfer our knowledge to all of you so um, whatever we can help you with we're here fun topic Tom, thanks so much for joining us once again on this podcast. Thank My you, pleasure, Tom. Chris. We know, awesome. we know how hard to... it is to get your time. So always, always good to get together. This is Estimate Rocket Radio. Join our team at EstimateRocket.com. You know, we are trying to bring our breath. breath. <laughs> 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 that one needs... I'll take <laughs> put that one in the outtakes, Chris. <laughs>